right, let's talk about the sorry condition now of 24 Sussex Drive in Ottawa. This is one of the best-known addresses in the country. It is supposed to be the official residence of the Prime Minister, but newly released documents show the fourth four-floor mansion is housing a large colony of rodents. That is just one of the many safety concerns with the building. Of course, Justin Trudeau uh, does not live there now. He grew up there when his father was prime minister, but in 2015, Trudeau moved his family across the street to Rideau College, Rideau Cottage, that is, on the grounds of the Governor General's residence. And 24 Sussex Drive has been empty ever since. Newly released documents here now from the National Capital Commission says the house is in terrible shape. It is infested with rodents and mold. It is a fire hazard that is considered dangerous. This is a home that has hosted world leaders over the years. But now the rodent infestation so bad, according to these documents, that excrement and rodent carcasses have accumulated between the walls and in the attic and the basement. That's just the start. Then you've got the asbestos, the mold, the old electrical systems that have created a fire hazard. Pipes so old in the mansion that they could fail and trigger a catastrophic collapse. What should be done about this now? What should be done with 24 Sussex Drive? Do you repair it? Do you tear it down and build something else? Should we even have an official residence for the Prime Minister? I got Stefan Novakovic standing by to discuss. First, have a listen to some of these interviews. These are folks in Ottawa. Ask their thoughts on what should be done with the, uh, the house. Here's what they said. The Americans have the White House, we have the Rat House. I think it should be renovated. I would say build new. Knock it down, keep whatever is that they have to preserve. Okay, a pretty sad situation. Let's discuss it now with my guest, Stefan Novakovic. Stefan is the senior editor of Azure magazine, which is an architectural magazine. I'm very pleased to welcome him back. Stefan, thanks a lot for coming on. Thank you so much, Mike. It's my pleasure. Okay, this is a really sad description of this home. I mean, we knew it was bad, but now we get these more detailed documents here, National Capital Commission, that show just how bad it is. Rodents, asbestos, uh, ancient electrical problems that create a fire. What, do you, what goes through your mind when you hear the description of this building? That's a pretty sad situation. Well, Mike, like Canadians across the country, I was pretty shocked. I mean, and, you know, I hope... Uh nobody's eating while I say this because it's pretty gross, but they say that there's so much rat excrement and so many rodent carcasses in the house right now that it's not even safe to breathe in there. So, you know, I think it's a national embarrassment, uh, both for the office of the prime minister and for Canada as a whole, that we've let the house deteriorate to this condition. Yeah, the only way you could go in there now, according to this 73-page report here, is basically if you're wearing a hazmat suit because the the air quality is so bad. So let's talk about some of the options here. If they were to repair this and restore 24 Sussex Drive, I mean, we're talking about, this thing's a money pit. You know, one of the more recent estimates I saw, Stefan, would be like $36 million dollars just to repair it. Probably higher than that now. What do you think? 
Well, you know, uh, I think when I first heard of it, first really started to dive into the issue of 24 Sussex a couple of years ago, I was fully on board with the idea of uh, repairing and renovating the residence um, for a couple of reasons, you know, uh, because it's a historic building, it dates to 1868, you know, we don't have that many buildings of that era of this size in the country. So it's worthwhile to preserve. And in general, sort of it uh, tends to be more environmentally uh, friendly to renovate and preserve a building rather than to knock it down and build a new one in terms of carbon costs. But as time goes on, Mike, I, the, the, what we hear about the condition of the house just becomes more and more shocking. So at this point, the, like the plumbing is so catastrophic, the rodents, I don't know if it's possible to really repair this residence at this point in a way that's A, going to save money and B, going to be like worthwhile from like a historic standpoint, from an environmental standpoint. You'd probably have to really gut it and change it so much that it would be effectively be a new house anyway. Yeah. Yeah, no, it sounds like a write-off for sure. Like it sounds a tear-down, I guess, is what we've got on our hands here. Now, here's one of the other questions people ask. Why was this allowed to happen? Why was this home allowed to reach this sorry state? And the most popular theory is that there was no prime minister, there was no government in the past wanted to take the political heat, the political criticism of actually spending a large amount of money on a fancy home for the prime minister. Let's listen to Michael Wernick here. He's the former clerk of the Privy Council speaking on this point, Stefan, then I'll get your thoughts. Let's listen. They've clearly always come to the conclusion that the backlash and abuse that they will take for spending money on the residents exceeds, uh, exceeds the benefit of, of doing the renovation. And every government uh, going back to the 1990s has come to the same conclusion. Okay, do you think that's what happened? They were just afraid of the backlash from fixing it? Yeah, I think that's essentially true. I mean, if we sort of play it out in our minds, what would happen if Justin Trudeau tomorrow announced a $50 million renovation of 24 Sussex Drive? You yeah. would think like, oh, well, this guy who's, uh, you know, grew up rich as the son of a prime minister is spending our taxpayer money to renovate his own house, right? The political optics of it would be bad. A lot of people would be upset even though the baseline sort of reality behind it, that we ought to have an official residence for the head of government is really reasonable. So yeah, they're scared to take the political heat. You know, when his dad was in office, Pierre Trudeau added a pool in the 1970s, and even that was a political scandal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. He took a lot of heat for that one too. Yeah, but if you think about whether we should even have an official residence for the prime minister, now let's think about our our allies. In the United States, you've got the White House. In the United Kingdom, you've got 10 Downing Street. Do you believe that, in theory, in principle, there should be there should be an official residence of the Prime Minister? Do you believe that's the case? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the Prime Minister, first and foremost, is a public servant. It's a public office. And as the head of the government, I think there ought to be a public residence to reflect a public office. Because, you know, the Prime Minister, he's not our boss. We are all as Canadians in a way, his bosses. We're paying for it. We're putting him into that office. I think that's the right way to think about it. But um, 24 Sussex has never really been like uh, 10 Downing Street in London or the White House in the US. 
And the difference is that those residences are also workplaces, right? Like the president works in the White House, the Oval Office is in there. 24 Sussex has never been an office, so it's sort of never really been as important as those places. But that said, I think, of course, we should have an official residence. Basically, every country in the world has one, and for good reason. Yeah, and there are ideas to convert a new official residence into a more practical kind of workspace as well. Like, there are ideas to, let's tear this one down, as sad as that is. As you say, a historic home, but... It sounds like it's a write-off, it's a tear-down. Tear it down and let's start new. So you build a new residence and maybe what you could do is you could add on some meeting spaces, maybe a separate building that would have, there's an idea to put a conference center, a small conference center near the official residence. Uh, Have a listen to architect Mark Thompson Brandt here on that point, then I'll get your thoughts. Let's listen. And I think we need to adaptively reuse the site, but keep the house and return it to a single-family home. Okay, so he says keep the he he wants to keep the house and return it to a family home, but then add on add other structures on the uh, on the property. What do you think? I think that makes uh, that makes a lot of sense in in principle. That you know the way that most of these residences tend to function, you know, like Downing Street or like the White House, is that a lot of other stuff goes on there. A lot of people work there, and I think uh, you know from a sort of logistical standpoint. It makes sense for the prime minister and all the offices, all the related functions to be sort of centralized in uh, one location. So, yeah, I think that uh, what Mark is saying there uh, is absolutely logical. I think it's the right way to go. But again, like whether or not you can actually preserve this house at this point, I kind of doubt it. Okay, Stefan, please stand by here. Here's what we'll do. We'll fit in a quick break and then we'll come back. And I want to hear from the listeners on this one. So. Like Stefan said, you're the boss of the prime minister at the end of the day. You own this building as taxpayers in Canada and citizens of Canada. What should be done with it now? Do you think it should be raised? Let's just knock it down, start over. It could cost, what, $36 million or more to repair it. Is it time to just forget about that and knock it down? Do you think they should repair it? This is an historic property built in 1868, 34-room mansion in Ottawa. Is it worth saving if it's going to cost that much money? Or should they knock it down, start over, build something new? Do you think there should even be an official residence for the Prime Minister? Phone me and tell me what you think about that. No matter what you think about Justin Trudeau, you think about whether we should have an official residence in the first place. I think it's justified. Have a listen to Trudeau here now. Just before we go to break here, this is Trudeau asked whether he thinks he will ever live in 24 Sussex Drive. Listen to what he says here. We are looking into how uh, to maintain that particular piece of infrastructure. I am... Uh, you see yourself living there at any point? No, not really. Uh, it's, uh, it needs an awful lot of work, and uh, I but think... someone's got to make that decision. Right? Somebody does, and we've uh, turned to Maybe experts, you? and we've turned... Well, you know, there's a real challenge in this country of uh, anything that a prime minister decides for, uh, you know, that they could potentially benefit from. That's one of the reasons why the House has been run into the ground uh, since, since the time I lived there, uh, is that no prime minister ever wanted to spend a penny of taxpayer dollars on upkeeping that house. So I'm fairly resigned to not living in that house for the entire term.